Oh, straight in. Oh, brilliant. Straight there in we there. go. Absolutely looking great with the headphones and the beanie. I'm feeling left Thank out you. again, guys. These, these are new, just for the occasion. Oh, really? No. Yeah. No, oh, listen, I don't get to hang out with mayors too often, so I decided <laughs> just to upgrade a few things. So Yeah. We appreciate that. Oh, it's really appreciated. It really is. <laughs> Fantastic. All oh, right. Okay, let me just grab hold of my little script here. Um, so, uh, as you may have guessed, this is a guest episode. Um, we have uh, we have Michael here from 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 our our TikTok community, and we'll uh, we'll jump into speaking to him. Uh, but first, I, th- I feel like we have to play our little intro music. Of course, we do. And then we can jump into the car. And then we can go to the coffee place and then we can have a chat. All yeah. right. Here we go with some music. Welcome to ADHDville. You didn't know. Um, I know that you're c- Canadian, right? Michael. Yes, accused. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. accused. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's French the... Canadian, right? You're French Canadian, Michael. Well, actually, no. I I, I live in the the French Canadian part of the country, but I'm actually from the East Coast, so I'm ah, a Maritimer. Okay, okay, nice. Um, so yeah, our theme music is from a British TV show from when I was a kid called called the Trumpton. Um, and I know that you guys had some British TV over there in 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 Canada, but I'm guessing you yeah. you didn't have you didn't get Trumpton or Camberwick Green. No, not not Trumpton. Actually, I, I spent four four years in Belgium. And uh, oh, existed off the BBC, so. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Where in Belgium? Uh, well, I was in uh, in uh, well the central. I was in um, <laughs> one of those moments your mind goes blank, right? Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the second place. I live near Mons, <laughs> down down near the French border. Oh, so okay. It's, uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. Great. So it was really great going as a, a non-French speaking Canadian mm-hmm. to okay. to Belgium, and my oh, wow. ancestry is actually Flemish. Oh, right. But I was living. I thought you might be. I, I was living in the French part of the country, so it was it was interesting. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. All right. Well, so we're uh, going let's do a little. Let's do a little introduction, shall we? All right, Paul, take it away. Take it away. So we're just two mates who, by coincidence or not, after 39 years of friendship, discover that we're co-DHDers. Okay. So now it's really important to say that this is an entertainment podcast about adult ADHD and does not substitute, no, 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 for individualized advice from qualified health professionals. Absolutely. So don't take any advice from us, especially Martin. We're just here as a kind of all-inclusive ADHD 
ADHD park bench with room for your uh, room for everyone, including your doppelgangers, your alter egos, your body doubles, your chaperones, and even your best buddies. Still here that grab your jetpacks, your pedalos, your space hoppers, or any other transportation methods, and let us take you to ADHDville, an imaginary town that we've created in our minds. In our minds. In our minds. In our minds. Mm-hmm. Where we like to explore different parts of ADHD. And we start off by me saying I'm a Martin West and I was diagnosed uh, in 2013 with ADHD. So that's quite a while ago now. I've been hacking around with that old old fella. Um, right. And You're almost bedfellows. we start. Right, I know. We start off, as always, here at the town hall in the mayor's office, where we, the joint mayors of ADHDville, take oh. care of business. And uh, the theme today, well, we're doing a guest episode, and we've already started to chat to Michael. And I think that we're going to kind of get into ADHD, being diagnosed in later life, and also the importance of community. Yeah. Uh, so with Which, that... It's actually... The- one of the main reasons, what well, if not, uh, one of the main reasons why we we inspired to get Michael on here is because you 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 speak so passionate, Michael, in your TikTok posts about um, how important the community is, especially if sometimes maybe depending on where you live, you may not get so much support from professionals on the subject. Wow. No, and, and being mayors, you know how important community is. In fact, I was chatting on the way in with one your librarian, a very lovely lady. And oh, she's she was, gorgeous. Yeah, she was explaining to me how much your citizens just absolutely love you guys as as mayors. Oh, really? Because, yeah, just because of how you you just your vision of community. I mean, ADHDville. I mean that. that I mean just. Okay, what you did for the farmer, that was, I was, I mean, <laughs> what what mayor is going to go to that extent to put their life on hold, to rush out, to provi- provide a, a trophy? I mean, <laughs> that, that speaks trophy. of the quality of your mayorship, I'm telling you. Only, only because we've got elections coming up, usually we're really crap. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah we just don't care when it's like in two years time we won't care about anyone you know we want to be living under the under the bridge yeah all right well let's let's Not all true, squeeze obviously. into the mayor's car and we're going to go and head over yes. to the uh to the coffee place so if we just just all budge up a little bit you know, just be yes. a bit tight squeeze in here yeah, um, but uh, let's 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 go to the cafe. Cafe, cafe sounds cafe. very continental. Coffee cafe, shop. coffee. Cafe. Shop. I'm having a green tea. Um, oh. That's what I'm having. Um, I've, uh, okay. Can I get anyone else a, a drink while we're here? No, I got my black coffee. All right. I've got ginseng. It's like a very Jesus. poor substitute. It's a really poor <laughs> substitute for a coffee. <laughs> yeah. I quite like gin, ginseng. 
Um, weird feedback. Can you hear me? Now we're back in the room. Um, <laughs> and weirdly, both of your cameras have swapped around. So, so now on my screen, I've got, I've got Michael on the left and Paul's on the right. Okay. So yes, so when, and, uh, hang on. You know, let's let's kind of dig into you, Michael. What did your diagnosis look like? Actually, I'm I'm not diagnosed. I'm I'm self-realized. Okay. Um, my journey actually started. Well, I mean, it started at my birth, but the the <laughs> the ADHD autistic journey started with my grandson seven years ago, and um, oh, right. So, Strange thing is, my kids are like me, so I thought they were okay, you know, and uh, a little weird at times, but that, that's perfectly fine, mm, and yeah. uh, I don't mind weird kids. It's kind of unique, <laughs> And uh, but when my seven-year-old, my, my grandson was diagnosed seven years ago, um, <laughs> things started falling into place, and it was like, wow, wow what's... So, suddenly for my kids, it was like a domino. It was diagnosis after diagnosis after diagnosis. It just like every one of them uh, were getting these diagnoses. And uh, after sitting through the uh, the process for, I think it was the fourth time sitting through the process, I mean, things started clicking in my head. Right. And as I was doing research and finding out that, um, you know, I don't know so much about ADHD, but I know autism uh, is genetic mm-hmm. and it's usually passed mm-hmm. down from the father. Oh, really? And I go, what? <laughs> really? Uh-oh. What? Yeah. So, um, hmm. so I, I, you know, you go on that self journey sort of thing, digging into more research. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really spent a lot of time researching, questioning, back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. Finally, one day, I, I said to um, one of my daughters, who is ADHD. Um, and has really had a tough time of it. I said, you know, I, I'm starting to think that I'm autistic. Mm-hmm. And right. she said, oh, dad. She says, we've known for years. She said, but oh, you, just, my God. That's amazing. you just weren't ready to hear it yet. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. So, and, and, and then in, you know, in all that self-examination you go through, looking at my life and my life guys have been all over the place. I've been involved in so much stuff and um, I stick with it for so many years and then move on to another Uh project. Yeah. And as I'm looking at this, my brain never shuts off. There's always plans, always working on stuff. Um, I realize, you know, man, it's not just autism. Uh Like there is, there's a lot of ADHD here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I bet. Yeah. Oh, that's know, that's really interesting, Michael. Yeah, the ideas, the visions, visionary stuff, um, and I realized early on that uh, this is before any of this stuff. That hey, I'm great at the ideas and and the projects, I'm not okay. so great at sustaining it. So I had to had to get a team uh, around me, mm-hmm. and it it usually familiar. was a, usually a team of oddballs. You know, so, right. I, I, you know, like calls to like. <laughs> oh, yeah, so absolutely. That's yeah. why so, we're all here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Martin and I worked together for uh, a number of years. Yeah. 
Oh, really? we, we, we'll, we'll classify each other as oddballs. That's right. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> so, yeah. But in, it, in, in my part of the world, like for me to get a diagnosis is just like, it's incredibly impossible. Right. Um, I mean, you can go the private route uh, where it's going to cost you thousands of dollars, but you're still, it's a huge waiting list. And the mm. psychologist that I work with for my children uh, said, you know, she's actually the one who said, have you really, like, she was the first one that, like, have you thought of, you know, maybe going through the process yourself? I'm like, why? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, but she said, there's no, there's no advantage. There's nothing. Like, there's, like, if you're satisfied in yourself and you recognize this mm-hmm. in yourself, she says, there's no advantage to getting a diagnosis. But right. I've discovered since then there is some mm. advantage, uh, mm. especially when you're working with advocacy. When you're when you're working, mm. um, you know, with trying to to speak out, represent the community. Uh, if you don't right. have a diagnosis, I mean, the community, most of the community embraces self diagnosis mm. because yeah. they know that that's a privilege, right? Yeah. That's not available to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 It, it, but when you're dealing with people outside of the community and you don't have a diagnosis, you know, they mm-hmm. don't, they don't consider you legitimate. So it, it gets okay. to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's... But, but who would do that? Who would actually not be autistic or ADHD and, and proclaimed, you know, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? It's strange that that, that, that kind of person would exist. Seems almost well, impossible. I think it, it it will it's it's going to become more of a problem because mm. people are looking for community, mm-hmm. right. and so so go. what we're seeing is the neurodivergent community is getting stronger. It's getting yeah. closer. I mean, there's a mm. lot of trauma. <laughs> there's a lot of a drama inside the community right now as things are oh, being worked yeah. out, but it's yeah. still attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for somebody who doesn't have a community, they can be drawn mm. to that. Mm. and and want to be part of it you know absolutely. so uh, so in the past yeah there was absolutely no advantage but as we're going forward and we're seeing this beautiful thing developing mm-hmm. it can i think it can become a a, a bigger mm-hmm. problem in the future right i mean yeah and we can come on to the kind of wider community there's a interesting point that you make is that the first community, if you like, is your own family, right? Your own friends. Yeah. And then from there, my friends were the next step. Because as you say, you tend to kind of uh, have oddball friends, right? Um, and, and you start to look around them and kind of go, yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely on, right. on the spectrum. She's on the spectrum. And so yeah. sometimes to your point earlier, it's like you can't go up to all these people and go you're on the spectrum you you sometimes <laughs> just have to wait for them hmm. to kind of go you know what you know what michael i yeah. think i'm you know I, these adhd things I, I seem to be ticking a lot of these yeah. boxes and then you kind of like yeah. go yeah 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 i've known that for years it was it was me and martin you know, martin and i've known each other for 39 years and martin was very discreet about which is very unlike martin <laughs> <laughs> It was really discreet. <laughs> I just said it for com- I just said it for co- comedic effect. But um, yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult to go up to someone and say, "Look, even though I found I was diagnosed just 
four months ago, my radar for ADHD is is is, is just like really tuned. I can spot mm. people really quite easily. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't have the community. You see, I didn't have some people. I didn't have people around because I live in in Italy. In, and it's not ADHD is just not on the radar here very much at all at the moment. Most yeah. people don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. You say to me, "Oh, you've got uh, I've been di- diagnosed with ADHD," and they just look at you blankly, like, "What is that?" Right? Yeah. It's it's bizarre. So I, I had to work it out pretty much for myself, other than you know meeting up with Martin on occasionally on uh, on FaceTime or whatever. Right. You know what the the yeah. problem is? I think uh, Paul. Is it doesn't ADHD yeah. doesn't end in a vowel? Anything that exists in Italy, <laughs> that's true, has a vowel at yeah. the end. Yeah, and ADHD, ADHD doesn't. So just, yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. put like an extra a on the end. <laughs> yeah, that's what I teach my students. I've been teaching them to pronounce because I've just started uh, last week conversation English in schools at high school. Got three hundred students now. That's crazy. And I teach. That's what I. That's what I tell people. That's what I tell my students. There is. There are no vowels on the end. Stop pronouncing <laughs> vowels that aren't there. What do you mean? Uh? What do you mean? What the hell uh, do you mean? Uh? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we okay. have to recognize though the the privilege that we have. Like, I mean, we're we're three guys sitting around talking about this, and it, and it, it, whether diagnosed or, or or undiagnosed, it's still a privileged position. I talk with a lot of single right. moms who are uh-huh. either late diagnosed or late realized, um, mm. who are dealing with children who are being diagnosed, uh, mm. whose exes are actually um, virile towards them um, oh, wow. because there's you know there's they're accusing there's nothing wrong with my kids you know really and oh, usually usually their parents are against them too because. Because they consider these kids are broken or defective. No, no, that you right. know that can't be happening. And so, mm. not only don't they have a community, but they have this this ugliness and this opposition that they're facing. Yeah. That, stigmatized that we don't yeah. that we don't face. Right. Like I I don't I don't face that. And and most yeah. most of my male autistic friends, although they went through um, some things with school and stuff, their family was usually with them. Mm, you know, really a single mom and everybody turns against you mm. who do you have left yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's crap yeah that's, that's really crap it is that is tough wow i didn't realize because i've not come across i mean have you you guys have you come across like people have reacted badly to you so far you know other than martin in the swimming pool he had a martin had a funny experience in the swimming pool oh yeah i've not had it yet I, I've I've had people um, not understand it and decide to try to ignore it, like uh-huh. you know, uh, or downplay it, or uh-huh. oh no, no, you, you look okay. Oh, you don't look autistic, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, you're handling right. things well. You're handling things, but they don't understand what's mm-hmm. going on inside of us. That's that's the problem. Like what we yeah. put on the outside. Isn't mm. what's happening on the inside. Oh God! No. And what's yeah. going on on the outside is for their comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and and like, I, I've and I I've actually had somebody say, "Oh, you know, you can just be yourself." I said, "No, I can't." 
I said, you wouldn't be able to handle me. You wouldn't be able to handle me as myself. Yeah, you right. couldn't. Yeah. And, and this group that we're it sounds in. Sounds like Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> the you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Oh, good. So, I mean, th- th- these are the things that, that I, I come up uh, against is, is mm-hmm. again, people who aren't up to date, you know, what ADHD actually looks like, or it's been turned into a joke. ADHD actually has been turned into a joke. Well, even the, even the damn name doesn't help. Not even the name helps. <laughs> you know, help, the name doesn't help, does it? <laughs> no. Well, and, and it's, it's it, it, with people... Um, you know, reduce it down to, oh, I keep forgetting my keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, you guys know there is so much more. Uh, there there are so many handicaps and, and disabilities that are involved with this. Right. You know, and you, yeah. it's not, it's not just, well, I can't, I can't remember where I put my stuff all the time. I mean, it's so oh, no. much more than that. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was like early diagnosis for me, the stuff that, that comes up, Every day, new stuff. Well, actually, it's at least once a day. It's sometimes three or four times a day. It's like something new pops up. That, oh, that's why I can't do this, and that's why I can't do that. Yeah, yeah right. Or I just struggle at things. You know, it's like wow, there's a reason. Yeah. God damn it, but there's a reason. It's also, I mean, for me, you know, on, on the bigger picture, when I look back, look out, it's all the failed, failed relationships. The you know the the hurt and the pain that you that you kind of cause throughout your entire life. It's the kind of harm that you know because you've got time blindness. You don't necessarily think about your pension. So what's going to happen there? You, you've got the ADHD tax, which is you know the money and the time and the effort and the mental oodles of cash ang, ang, anxiety that you pay because you forget things you you don't look after your health so well so so you're you know so you have health mm. issues oh god no i mean it's yeah. it, it is the least cute me- mental issue i right. can, I can yeah, think it's of. not cute at all but there was yeah, well, there was someone my, on um yeah go on michael well, I, was, I was just gonna uh, throw in there that my, my wife is adhd and um one of the the biggest things that I see her dealing with is trying to manage her own emotions, um, right. trying to keep those those in place while dealing with the children, and it's really hard as an ADHD mom uh, trying to mother, you know, mm. a neurodivergent children, and mm. uh, especially our our seven year old is ADHD, but I mean, she's really ADHD (laughs) as children are. And this is what people don't understand. You know, children can't regulate things normally. Right. But when you have an ADHD child, that's like, that's like a squirrel on coffee kind of type of thing. Like it's just, they can't, they don't have the maturity. And so Mm -hmm. when you have the seven year old who's going ballistic, not because her brother happened to smile at her, you know, and it just, she's all wound up because of the day. And then, and then mom is trying to deal with it, but it's, it's setting things off Mm. and and like, it's, there's a lot of dynamics in this. That's interesting. When when people reduce it to something that's just Mm. a joke, it's just, it's sad. Yeah. Especially when the women generally are, 
take on the, the kind of role, whether they, you know, consciously do it or not, uh, take on the role of being the carers in 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 life. And that's why, just as a, a, an example, during the COVID crisis, that's when a lot of women, they tend to uh, have more problems with depression than men because they they felt so hopeless during yeah. COVID. They weren't supposed to, weren't able to, to take care of their family. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, they've kind of been, you know, society or whatever has told them that they was, they was responsible for, you know, yeah. that's, that's not me. That's not my opinion. That's something that I've heard come up. Um, but it kind of resonates. You can understand it. it, it. And, and that's, you, you mentioned, you know, depression and, and anxiety is there as well. And, and that is, that's a side effect of ADHD and autism in trying to handle life and trying to handle being so mm-hmm. different in, in the world and not the system's not really working for you, you know, and, uh-huh. and it, it lends itself to that depression and anxiety at a level that neurotypicals don't have to deal with, you know? Yeah. Um, we spoke about this last week, you know, about masking. We were talking about, you know, the system's not set up for us at all. No, no. You know, no. every angle you turn, it's like, oh, okay, that's not, that system's not for me either. Oh, and that one, and not that one, no, and that one, neither that one. It's like, and then it's like, there isn't a system for us. Right. You know? No, I mean, you know, so you end up, as you were saying earlier, Michael, is that you put a lot of mental energy into masking to to kind of like to kind of make this world work for you yeah. little mm. spoons as we as we as we sometimes call it here so i was so my one leading to how many spoons does a does it take to be on a podcast do you do you feel because i know that that you you have your hundred spoons system right so you have like a hundred spoons for the day and if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about this is basically you can think about spoons as units of mental energy and and the more things that you do during the day it kind of takes up spoons and until you don't have any left and if you don't have any left then you go into a bit of a bit of a burnout um phase um so uh yeah real downer yeah 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 real downer so uh how so how many spoons will this will this podcast be be for you do you think i am not sure i am measuring (laughs) i know know what i had going into it we'll see what but see this this is this won't take as many spoons as you may think uh first of all you're not unknown to me Mm-hmm. Um, your, your, your podcast is my, is my companion when I'm cooking supper. So like, I, I, I feel like I really love gotten that. to know you guys. So this is familiar. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> plus, okay. plus you're not here with me. Like mm-hmm. you're on my computer uh, right. screen. It's a completely different it's thing. It's better. It's probably better because yeah. I stink. I stink. <laughs> In person. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll get a bit stuffy. But things actually, we was watching one of your posts, Michael, on TikTok, that um, you, you were talking about spoons a lot. And I yeah. know, because I've, as I say, I was recently dark, and I was like, why, why, is, why is this guy talking about spoons? What's <laughs> what, what's that all about? Yeah. And so I had to, I actually, but, thanks to you, actually uh, investigated. Well, see, people don't understand this, that 
one of our biggest challenges in our day is managing our energy. Mm. And it's, it's probably more so on the autistic side of things. Um, but managing energy is so important. And mm. because we, our sleep is so often messed up and where we gain our energy is in our sleep. You, you don't gain mm-hmm. energy any other way. It's it's during your sleep. And yeah. if you're not getting good sleep, you're not starting off with 100 spoons. You might right. start off with 30. You Eesh. might have 30 spoons for the day. Mm. You know? And if you don't realize that and you're filling mm. your day with all these things to do, you're not going to mm. make it. No, I mean, no, okay. uh, I went to the dentist yesterday, which you've probably have seen on TikTok. That took oh, almost that's... all my spoons. Like being yep. in that chair with wow. the, with the with the things wow. in your mouth, yeah, that, yeah. that 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 was a spoon beginning. It was just like yeah. it just wiped out. I think mm. I think I had about two spoons left at the end of it. It was it was traumatic. Yeah. Well, I I was teaching for the first time last week, my first time <laughs> teaching three hundred students, and I got to Thursday night. Um, and I'd used up all my spoons, bar one. And I, I had the impression that I was, like, stretching out my last spoon just to survive. <laughs> and at one point, my girlfriend said to me, Paul, are you on drugs? I said, what do you mean? I Literally, I was spaced out. Mm-hmm. I was so hyper-focused <laughs> uh, last week uh, just because everything was just, you know, everything was a big shiny. It was like a big shiny toy. It was a shop full of shiny toys and uh yeah so what people don't realize is you can actually mistakenly borrow from tomorrow's spoons Mm -hmm. oh right yeah of course so and and where that plays out is actually in your sleep so you you could gone into the negative on the day Uh be borrowing spoons from tomorrow you go to sleep might have a great night's sleep but you you're not going to come out with 100 spoons because you've already borrowed 10 yeah maybe 20 from tomorrow yeah so you're only waking up with 80 spoons mm, wow. so, and if, if you don't realize you've done that then you're gonna mm-hmm. you know you're just gonna keep repeating it until you get yeah. to the point you can't replenish your battery and mm. that's when you hit burnout yeah see bur- yeah. burnout yeah. takes a period of time like speaking mm. of dentists that's probably the worst experience for any of us that's horrible it is so draining. I had a root canal and I was in that doctor's chair for, I think, six hours on, on one occasion. Survival is survival. It, I, my, that's when I learned how tense my body always is, has always <laughs> been just tense wow. all the time. Like my shoulders up. I've had people say to me, why are your shoulders up so high? Oh, oh sorry. Like, cause I, all my life I've been carrying around this tension, not knowing what all this stuff is that's been going on. Mm. And I came out of that dentist chair and the dentist, (laughs) Dennis said, you you did very well. And I said, there was two times I almost got up from this chair and ran out screaming. Mm. And she said, really? I said, you don't understand. This is the worst experience I've had in my life. And she said, and I was just telling everybody you were my best client ever wow i was like masking oh that's masking right yeah i am like i am level one top notch secret agent masker you know because we were talking about this last week michael you know um 
Uh, people say to me, Paul, you're always so calm. <laughs> and I thought, what are you talking about? It is just bizarre for me, but that's what I put out there, you know. Yeah. You're a it's mess, funny, Paul. isn't it? How much you can, pardon? You're a mess, Paul. There's the layer of skin. Right. There's, there's a yes. layer of skin, and then yeah. if you look at the the outside, right. you're 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 like cool, calm, and collected. But then it's just a skin depth oh, away yeah. from like utter chaos inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I, I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. I am the same. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not yeah. <laughs> excluding myself from from this. <laughs> but this this is important of community though, because we're comparing notes, mm. uh, and this is how we're discovering things off of each other. Mm. Is uh, oh yeah, okay. So we we all have this in common, and see, even mm. the professionals aren't at our level. The the professionals, like we, you know, I think we in our community we give, we're each giving ourselves. Uh, permission to unmask, yeah, which is a hu but, huge relief. Maybe we buy yeah, you, back spoons. We <laughs> buy back spoons, but it's effectively. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we've got we've got the the DSM is there. The professionals, you know, if you're doing this, then you're autistic. If you're doing this, you're mm. ADHD. If you're doing all of this, and you're both, and they have all this, but they don't have the small things that impact us. And when we're comparing mm. notes, oh wow, we have that in common. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and we're building our own kind of DSM kind of library of oh, okay, so that's how that's working out, or okay, so mm -hmm. that makes sense here. Oh, you know, and we can support each other uh, yeah. in this and encourage each other. We've got we've got um, neurodivergent therapists on there. Um, yeah, you know, we've yeah, got yeah. we've got people who are coming with our perspective into the community and sharing yeah. things. We've got I've come across a couple of psychologists who are, yeah. um, you know, uh, autistic and, yeah. and sharing tons of information. Mm -hmm. There's just the community is yeah. so important to each it's other. Right. And every age group. Too. Oh yeah. Every age yeah. group. This love yeah. is great. You know, I personally, I've never felt part of any community in life until now, to be honest, because <laughs> I didn't think I could, I didn't, and there's too much danger in thinking I could be part of a community. You know, hmm. I was I, probably for most ADHDs, I felt like a, you know, an alien, you know, yeah. um, just, you know, on the wrong planet. Right. It turns, out, I, I, it turns out that was actually quite accurate, you know. <laughs> I, I actually had an ADHD moment in the shower the other day and I wrote a book, um, you know, hand, the, the beginner's handbook for the neurodivergent community. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, I had it all written out. Wow. Uh, who you know going to bring me in people for collaboration oh. on it the whole thing and Fabulous. so i was thinking man that's what people need they just need a a, a starting point you know a beginner's handbook mm, I, you know, like really simple I there's so many the people who come thing. on to tiktok who say look i just got diagnosed and i don't know what any I, of this is about mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yeah yeah oh, well there's a group wow. on uh, facebook of uh, uk um adhd okay and it's just as you said michael there's tons of people said i've just been diagnosed or i'm being i'm having my my diagnosis next week um and then right at the beginning of the journey right at the beginning and um it's actually quite be quite hard it's, this is one of the reasons we've started the podcast so quite hard to actually filter the good information from the bad you yeah. know 
Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, and, and this is the failing of the medical community, really, because mm. they hand you a diagnosis and it's uh, good luck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah the, I, I have a, a friend, he, I, I guess he's 50, 50, 51. Um, now he was diagnosed at the age of 35 um, wow. as autistic and ADHD. And that's all he knew. And he was left uh -huh. on his own and he's had such a hard time. And wow. when he moved to this part of the world and we struck up friendship, he went through so many different jobs mm. and uh, he, he was blaming it on, on his autism. And, mm. and I, I said, my friend, like, no, don't you recognize this? This, this is an ADHD problem you're facing. Mm. This isn't. And he says, well, I know I'm ADHD, but nobody's really talked to me about ADHD. Oh, wow. And so we had lengthy conversations and discussions about it. And he says, oh, man, I see it now. I can see. I see where the problem is. You know? and, he, and he could start seeing how come he kept losing these jobs. And it wasn't the autism. Yeah. It was the right. ADHD. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. is there an element of sometimes we're not ready to see it, do you think? I, I think it's knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge. Yeah, like yeah. he knew he was ADHD, but he had no idea what that meant. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you know that, that just brings us to the importance of community. I mean, we so we, we're talking about we have a big community on 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 TikTok. So if you're listening to us um, on on any any other platform, go and join TikTok. There is a there is a large mm -hmm. and ever growing um, neurodivergent community there. Mm -hmm. you no, know, and yeah. to your point, Michael, the, the importance of being in a community is one um you can start info sharing as you're as as you're saying so mm. that so that so that you can kind of work out who you are and how you fit in um and and secondly you don't have to feel so alone so alien so mm. you know like yeah. there are many people just like you on all parts of the spectrum and um and then from there, we're kind of starting to talk about, well, you can actually just bond together and actually make the the community stronger and actually start to advocate for ourselves in the wider mm. in the wider world. Like I can see people on TikTok like uh like like Penny Penny Smith who we follow. She's yeah, she's Penny, she, yeah. she's 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 an autistic and she's ad uh, she's advocating for the neurodivergent community around her, and there's and there's whole bunches of other people that that, that have started to pop up that really want to start mm. kind of bringing us together mm. and actually uh, yeah. try and, try and advocate. I really like the idea. It's just like, okay, let's not wait for the professional um, practitioners to get their act together. Let's just do it for ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's great. That's great. You know. Yeah, and and. A great thing with people like, like, Penny, yeah, like Penny, Penny, yeah. Penny, Penny's newly diagnosed. Like yeah. she, she hasn't been at mm. this for long. And this is what I'm finding. Those who are newly diagnosed or newly realized, especially later, they they really want to do something. They, they want to change. They want to contribute. Um, those who have been raised in it, uh, I, I don't think they have the same kind of um, inkly, unless uh, unless they hit a catalyst, like like run uh -huh. into a penny, and penny kind of like uh, is it, just that like jolt that they need. Uh, yeah, we need to do something about this. 
Um, But those who have been diagnosed since they were young and growing into it Mm -hmm. don't, I find, now I could be totally wrong on this. I I find that they don't have the same kind of motivation to want to rally the troops and, and let's do something Mm -hmm. here like, like a penny, you know? Yeah. And with so many newly, newly diagnosed people, they're, they're, now seems like a really good time to kind of get in in involved and to do do something mm-hmm. right yeah yeah i think it's an element for me is it for me is we don't necessarily we don't necessarily have to have all the goddamn answers you know <laughs> but we but we can goddamn try yeah. you know but with but with care and empathy and um compassion you know, it's it's like this is like obsession that we're supposed to have all the answers at our fingertips, and we we don't, and there's no point in pretending we do. But we can at least get to that point with compassion. You know, and I think that's well, part of it. it. I mean, there's there's a science part of it, and then there's the humanity part of it. I mean, you guys are blowing me away with the last podcast, all the science and stuff, and big words and stuff you're using, and and your 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 experiments. Like the, the blinking, like that's just oh, amazing yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. But then there's the humanity part of it, which uh-huh. is what I think the community brings in. Mm-hmm. And no, we don't need to have all the answers. We don't necessarily need to know why, like yeah. this, this is this way. We just need to yeah. know it is this way. And yeah. and then we're there to, to really together mm-hmm. to discover how we navigate that other system that doesn't accommodate wow. us. How, how do we navigate that? Mm. How, and sometimes mm-hmm. how do we overwhelm that? <laughs> yeah. So it has to yeah. accommodate us. Oh, or yeah. even if, sometimes for me, it's just about at least having starting to maybe think about doing it for me. And we talked about on, in the, in the past, in other, in other podcasts, other episodes, it's like sometimes just about just concentrate on starting your internal conversation differently, you know, yeah. It's like, what if you rip up the contract you wrote about to yourself, you know, however many years before you were diagnosed? What if you rip that up and you start in a new kind of inner dialogue from that comes from a caring place? Yeah. In your, you know, and it, it, it's like, to me, so just repeating like what I was saying before, don't have to the answers. You just need like um, some suggestions, somewhere like a little prod in the right direction. It doesn't have to be mind blowing. Yeah. Well, um, and in the community, there's, I mean, there's people like yourselves who just bring that, the, the humor, you know, and give us a good laugh. And sometimes we just need uh, that. You oh know, God, yeah. We, yeah. we come in from that battle outside, flip it on. There mm. you guys are. And yeah, what a laugh, mm. you know, Somebody and we're well, seeing more like Willie Dubs. I know you guys know yeah. Willie Dubs. I mean, love yeah. that guy. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. puts such yeah, yeah. A, a a smile on my face and and being able to be interactive. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I I'd be a very big disappointment to Willie Dubs because I'm wearing my outdoor pants. Unfortunately, <laughs> okay. he, um, he he likes an outdoor uh, pant. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've only recently been introduced to indoor pants. Didn't wasn't aware that was a thing. So it's yeah. You mentioned that on our TikTok post about I did a I did a silly Photoshop <laughs> thing on TikTok, and yeah. you mentioned about to see. I think guys, you got the indoor pants on. Yeah, <laughs> indoor pants. Yeah, they were bit, okay. No, I actually, I, right. I, 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 I did a little TikTok on, on 
playing off of his about the the uh, in outdoor pants indoor pants, and okay. I, I said it to him, and and he he did another one in response to me. Oh, perfect! So it's uh, yeah, it's hilarious. I'll have to go and find that. You know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's the interactive stuff that's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. and I came back at him and said, Willie Dubs, uh, you know, fashion guru or menace to society. <laughs> you know, and he played right. off of that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. hilarious. You know what? And 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 the you know this is kind of going to go back to one of your really early earlier points. Uh, Michael, our interactions in a in our community are really Im, important, mm. right? You know, like we can be supportive, we can be helpful. Um, but the other weird thing about our community, because you know we've got some autistic, autistic, and ADHD people, um, they're they they're the ones who can struggle a lot with being in a community. You know, like so. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some some things that are written down. So, you know, what can happen is is you were saying earlier is that you can get these these little internal fights that kind of flare up around words or use of words or definitions or you know uh, things like that. So I think it's important for us to kind of remember. Um, that everyone is de- is different, right? Um, I know that yeah. that you've made some podcasts, uh, some podcasts, some uh, TikTok posts where we say, "Look, I'll I don't agree with everyone, but I'll I'll like mm-hmm. your post. Um, I might mm-hmm. comment, but I'm here to support you, right? You know mm-hmm. the, the, that we have to kind of feel like we are are under one umbrella, mm-hmm. um, because. Yeah. ADHD. Well, there's enough polarizing in the world without it, you know. I'd I'd like to think we could keep polarizing out of the ADHD community at the very least. Yeah, yeah, and and I think part of the problem is that those of us, especially who are late late diagnosed, late realized, is that we've been trained in the in the neurotypical way of doing things, mm-hmm. and the danger is bringing that in, and part of that training is is that polarization. You know, and and we we've we've got to we've got to take that shell off and get into our own skin, and understand yeah. we do things different in this community. Yeah, we we don't amazing. do the polarization, um, yeah. and and we make this is was my introduce, introduction to this to the community, um, mm. was this this whole idea that yeah like the the majority prefers these terms. But we leave freedom for people to make their own decisions, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll, we'll recognize that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that embracing of the self-diagnosed or the self-realized, mm-hmm. you know, um, as well. That And that just made me think, well, this community is different. You know, this needs yeah. to be preserved. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and when these other ideas start coming in, we've got to just say, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's like, you know, in our game. house, in our house, people take the shoes off at the door. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just right, leave, right. Yeah, yeah. leave that stuff outside. Whereas Willie Dubs would say, "Put on your indoor pants." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, because yeah. I think you know, like we have to remember when we're commenting and stuff. You know, 
Um, and mm. uh, even if I look at TikTok and I'm like, oh, I don't agree with this or something about it, I have to remind mm. myself like of a bunch of things. So I think it's it's important to rem- to remember yourself. You know, like you can be, you know, because of your you know neurodivergency, you can be impulsive, you can be direct, you can be low on self regulation. So you mm. might be kind of typing. St- stuff out because you're not really thinking you can be a little bit on the on the pda part of you which is the kind of like or i i see something and i'm going to take the polar opposite point of Mm. view and then argue that you know um uh if you you know you can have black and white thinking right you know that's one of the things so so you have to remind you have to remind yourself of whatever cocktail mm-hmm. you are so that if you see something that you yeah. don't like i always like kind of go well you know maybe i haven't had enough sleep maybe i'll just leave this one alone maybe i'll just you know i'll, I'll just scroll on um yeah because suddenly yeah. if you if, if you have uh, rsd rejection sensitivity disorder if you do start getting into a bit of a argument with someone it can like you know that that uh, rsd yeah. can could just blow the whole thing up till it till it becomes much bigger than it yeah than it, yeah than it should i love i love that what you said uh, the thing you said uh, michael so you, you guys you play your game okay it's like do what you want over there we're gonna play our games that you know yeah it's great love that there's there's and that's where the spoons come in as well because um you know when you get into these discussions you can get to a mm. point of realizing I don't have the energy for this. You know, there's mm. so, there's so many that it was going deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and somebody who really wanted to convince me that their point of view was was right, and I was already recognizing their point of view. You know that mm. they had a right for that point of view, but I I wasn't I didn't have the energy to be sit there and have somebody try to convince yeah. me to think like them, and I had to bow yeah. out because I just didn't yeah. have it in me. You know, and I, I try to listen to the end of of mm-hmm. all discussions and stuff. But there there are times that I know my I have yeah, to reserve yeah. some time for my wife, some energy for my kids, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't choose have your, choose your battles. Yeah, yeah. choose your yeah. battles. Yeah. And if if you're in the middle of it, and this is the thing, and there's a lot that we need to learn in our community. It just what you were saying, Martin, uh, exactly that. We have to remember you know, um, where we are, uh, what we've experienced and put that on the other person. And, um, you know, and if we don't, if we don't have what it takes for that discussion, even in the middle of it, excuse ourselves. Yeah. Uh, don't take yourself to yeah. exhaustion and say things that you're going to regret later on. Cause mm. we, we regret most of the good things we say mm. <laughs> and the bad things also- keep us awake at night. Oh, <laughs> It's also so damned inviting as well. This like it's, it's like the it's like a moth to you know, to a light bulb. It's like oh, yeah. ooh, negativity. Let's go down that tunnel. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. especially a guy like me because I I love to try to convince everybody I'm right. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's yeah yeah yeah. I have that problem I, with this. The problem I've had at the school is is I I just try to. I forget that it's about actually conversing and stimulating students. I go into a monologue. 
I love to remind. I did that today to remind myself. Oh yeah, I was supposed to actually stimulate conversation. I mean, and us, we we get to bring our our life ex, uh, experience into this. Like, yeah. um, and and I think our life experience mm-hmm. helps us understand that there's just some battles that just mm-hmm. aren't winnable. They're, mm-hmm. they're just not worth what? engaging with. And but on that subject, Michael, what about you know? Sometimes a theme that comes up for me is, you know, there are some of the advantages of actually being diagnosed later in life, you know, or or not diagnosed, dealing dealing with uh, ADHD in later life, is that you get to a point maybe if you, you've actually started um, shedding um, a little a bit of shame from your life, you know, giving up um, stupid uh, ideas that you've. Uh, you've kind of set in concrete or stone over the past. So you realize actually none of it is actually true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to a point also for me is also shedding any kind of shame around kind of making mistakes, you know, Ooh, that's, yeah. 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 That's, like, that, 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 that's hard, especially when you come from a background of people pleaser, like a high masker is usually a people pleaser. Oh, yeah. And yeah, making yeah. mistakes is death. Mm-hmm. Like that's the last thing you want to do. Um, yeah. I'm I'm great when I'm in control, and that, that's the thing about autism, is if you're in control, you can handle everything. It's it's like, how come the noisiest kid in the room is the one who has you know sensitivity to noise, and and uh-huh. it's because if I- it's a noise that he can't control. That's what overwhelms him. But if he's in control of the noise, mm-hmm. he can handle uh-huh. that. So, oh, that's and true. and I find the same thing. If I'm in the leadership role, I mm. I I can handle. But mm-hmm. if I'm part of the group, I tend to disappear into the shadows, like yep. because I'm not mm-hmm. in control anymore. I and and you start getting overwhelmed uh, with that sort of stuff, and I have no yeah. idea where I was going with this point. <laughs> uh, we were talking about shame, Michael, about you know okay. shame to make mis- making mistakes, yeah. and yeah, I'm the same. I, I, I have to feel like I'm in control. I'm the same. Talking of control, if I I've always had problems throughout my life. If I'm sharing a house with someone, I need to have control about what's going on in that house and any potential outside influences that come in. Um, it drives me insane. So yeah, controlled. Right. Probably a big thing in uh, yeah, generally. Yeah. Right, well, I'm 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 going to take control of this podcast uh, and oh. and get us moving <laughs> along. Um, mm. So uh, there's one. F- so uh, let's head in, get back into the car, right? And then we're going to go and okay, and um, we're going to go and head over to the post office. And while we're over there. Um, uh, you can have a little bit of a think, Mark, because now that you're a citizen of ADHDville, you can you can open up a shop or a store or have a property here or a house. So um, uh, we invite you to kind of like um, uh, to uh, stake your claim, as it as it were. And um, uh, so let's uh, we'll. F- find out what that could could be we'll just jump in the car we're going to head over to the post office we're going to squeeze in um i don't want the squeeze the the middle seat thank you um 
uh, and we'll and no. We'll, and we'll, oh, come on, Martin! We'll, don't be shy. Don't who be shy. Who wants the middle seat? No one wants the middle <laughs> seat. All right. Oh, there's the librarian again. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely lady, she is. Okay. So the post office. So um, it says here that your feedback is really important to us, and we read all of your comments. We do. And maybe sometime in the future, we will maybe uh, feature your comments on our on our um, on this little featurette within our podcast. <laughs> he says, mumbling and mumbling along. So we've got a comment here from someone called Autistic Lime. I think that's you, Michael, isn't it? Um, but he says, well, I- he says. Uh, <laughs> Got a co- you made a comment. You said, love it. I listen to you guys while I'm preparing supper. Keeps the stress away. Yeah. It's actually at artistically me. If you read oh, it quickly, it looks artistic Artistically me. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that was artistic me reading artistically <laughs> artistic lime. I thought it was like a fruit. Artistic fruit. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. All right. So uh, we've had, I think, our, our last guest opened up a taco and tequila joint on the main street which is a fine very fine place it's a queue outside almost every day so that's that's all a welcome right it is the only tequila and taco place in all of adhdville so he's he's he's, so he kind of cornered the market i would say yes it's got a goddamn monopoly yeah yeah if you want anything beginning with tea right so, what would you like to uh, do? I, I'd, I'd have to go with my first love and my my coping mechanism, which is books. So I'm going to open a, a used bookstore, and it's going to be called the Broken Spine, the Broken Spine Bookstore. Oh, lovely! Oh, yes. oh, it's, it's, it's going to smell. You can open the door; and it's going to smell like an old bookstore. Yeah, Damn oh, right. just full of treasures. Can yeah. I have a loyalty card, please? Oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, so that sounds great. Are you going to be like behind the counter, like you know, with your with your with your glasses and just piles of books around you? I mean, that's how I'm. Kind oh of yeah, doing it. I know. Yeah, and and there'll be more conversations going on in there than probably books. So it's oh, oh yeah, amazing. It'd be amazing. like the local. It'd be it'd be like the the the. Um, the uh oh god what do you have in catholic churches the oh confessional confess. confessional. confessional yeah it'd be like the confessional the <laughs> broken broken spine confessional all right so oh, wow. uh do you have any books on recommendation uh any books that you've currently enjoyed recently what the, the, well, the, the the genre that I'm going through right now is actually the um, it's the um, young people, um, what you call, young adults, young adults uh, f- fiction. All right. Um, mm-hmm. b- because I, I'm actually trying to come out of a stressful period, and I find mm-hmm. with those books they're they're, they're not intense with ideas mm-hmm. and just pure storytelling. Wow. And uh, it's nothing that you have to really rack your brain. You just sit back and, and receive right. the story type of thing. So that's that's where I am right now. Yeah, Fabulous. Oh, nice. Okay. That's great. That's a hack. This is like a hack. Yeah, it it is. On- it, okay. And it's, it's, it's an, uh, again, talking about energy. Um, 
I've tried all kinds of different ways uh, to stop the stress in my day uh, because mm-hmm. I have a, a, a watch that measures that. And um, I've tried the breathing. I've tried all kinds mm-hmm. of video games, everything else, and it lowers the stress, but it doesn't allow the body to enter into rest. But when mm-hmm. I went to reading, the body immediately went into rest. Because oh, wow. reading wow. actually regulates the whole body. It, it's your mind. It regulates your breathing, everything. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Uh, and, I, and that, was, like- that was a shock to me because I've run these little experiments to try to figure out what works in the day and stuff. And it uh-huh. was a shock to me. But it well, couldn't be any book. It couldn't just be any book because I read a lot of instructional books uh, or informational books. It was fiction and young adult fiction Wow. That caused my body to go right into that rest. It was That's like, fantastic. wow, okay, so yeah, life hack. So life uh, hack. on your on your watch, because you have like a Garmin watch, right? That that that, okay. yeah. that measures stress. Um, yeah. Does your watch say anything about your stress levels over the past hour, over the over this podcast? I will. I will check it right now. See, there we go. See. And, and, and it, 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 it will be, it'll be low stress. It, it will be stress. I mean, we need stress. We'd be dead without stress. Mm. So low level stress is is normal. So let me just check. I here. was calling it. I I call it. It's like happy stress and bad. It's good and bad stress. Yeah, because there's the stress that your body experiences. The, there's the mental mm-hmm. stress. There is the good stress. Like exercise is a good stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversation can be a good stress. And uh, let's see. So yeah, low level stress. Yeah, perfect. Right. Yeah, but that's that's good. That's good. That's a that's, that's a healthy that's, that's a healthy happy. stress. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, All uh, right. And ba- battery wise, I can tell you battery here. Let me see. Uh, da, da, da. Actually, not too bad. It it's only cost okay. me th- three spoons. Hey, out of wow. hundred spoons maximum. Yeah. Wow. And, okay. and I'll tell you, an hour-long conversation normally would cost me about twelve. So there you go. Wow, I love that. I love That's that. That's great. Well, yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have you back on now. We're day. <laughs> we are almost healthy. We're healthy. We're yeah. healthy. There you go. <laughs> I, I, that's why I listen. That's why I listen to you during supper. Kitchen oh, is my most like... stressful place in the in the house. I got. Oh. I ran a, a, a cafe. And uh, for seven years, oh, wow. and it almost did me in. It just, it was wow. not a good situation. Okay. And so mm. kitchen for me is is a place of trauma. So, but I have to cook for the family. And mm. so being in there is very stressful. And I listen to you guys and it's just, I'm telling you, it does. It keeps the stress away. That's it keeps really me laughing. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. You're going to make um, me emotional. You're going to make me emotional. Stop yeah. it. Oh, especially when you go and visit farmers, you know, on the other side of the, of the ocean. I mean, that's like, I mean. I know, right? Fantastic. Well, thanks a lot, Fantastic. Michael, for being here. It's been Thank an you. absolute pleasure. Um, it's been a joy and a, absolutely fabulous. Thank you, Michael. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you. And oh. I, I look forward to opening up the bookstore. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm looking looking forward to uh, going in and getting out a paperback or two. Um, all right. So this is uh, a point where <laughs> I can say ADHDville is delivered fresh every Tuesday to all purveyors of fine podcasts. Um, 
please please subscribe to our our pod. Um, I don't. I'm not a begging man. I I am am a pleading man. There's a there's a big difference. Um, feel feel free to uh, write in our in our comments. Um, but if you want to see our beautiful beautiful faces, you can sally forth Hello. to 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 a YouTube. Um, if you want to write an email, uh, we are at ADHDville uh, at gmail.com. Or send us a pigeon. Send us a pigeon. Right. <laughs> Send us a pigeon. We are also on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yes, yes. So thanks again for Michael for being on the show. Um, and it just remains for me to say, just be fucking kind to yourself. And I beseech you, fellow ADHDs, know thyselves, sons of the house, come hither and get fleshed. All right. I don't know why I go to a slightly deeper voice when I say that. I'm gonna try it next week. I'll try it with a high voice. Okay. Know thyself, son of the beast. Come here to get flesh. There, says the mayor. That's that. <laughs>